Did you realize that rich living is your choice and your consciousness? That's right. It's about you choosing to live a life so enriched with love, prosperity, and wellness that you naturally find yourself living rich and fulfilled. You don't need anyone's permission to live rich because, very simply, you were born rich. Join Richard Harper every week as he discusses spiritual concepts as well as practical actions designed to bring your choice into manifestation of amazing abundance. Jump into the exciting energy and shift your life from lack into pure grace. Let it begin now. Here's Richard Harper. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rich Living with Richard here on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. This is your friend and host, Richard Harper, also known as the Rich Living Coach. Well, you know what? I am elephantly elated, Jack Rack. Jack Rabbit Jubilant and Peacock Proud to be coming to you for another episode of Rich Living. I hope and I just believe within my own believer, within my knower, that you had an amazing week. I know I've had an incredible week, an amazing week. I, I'm so Hopeful that you guys had an amazing Labor Day weekend, that you just enjoyed yourself and enjoyed your family and got out and did something um, great and just really got out and enjoyed yourself over that holiday. And if you didn't do that, well, take some time to have your own personal holiday so you can get out there and enjoy life. We're going to raise our frequencies and our vibrations. Visit me online at consciouslywealthylife.com. That's my website. Visit me there online, consciouslywealthylife.com. You can learn more about the services that I have to offer to help you. I, uh, as I say, let me partner with you in life. Let's do life together and partner with you in your success. You can also get a copy of my book there, Consciously Wealthy. Developing a Rich Mind to Make Power Moves. And this book has helped so many people across the country. And I want you to have a copy of Consciously Wealthy. Developing a Rich Mind to Make Power Moves in Your Hand. Leaders are readers. As one of my friends always says that rich people entertain Rich people educate themselves while poor people entertain themselves. If we want to be great and become great leaders and become the major manifestors that we are supposed to be, I learned that reading is so very important and, and vital, very vital to your success. So add my book, Consciously Wealthy, Developing a Rich Mind to Make Power Moves to your library and read it. It's my first book, and as I have learned from others, that it has been a blessing. People have written me and contacted me and told me that their belief systems were challenged. Uh, people have received new automobiles. They've had increase in their income is shifted the way that they were thinking so many things began to happen in their lives and those principles that are written there in consciously wealthy are actually principles that i use in my life each and every day and i share with others and they experience changes in their life when i share with them those consciously wealthy principles so I want you to learn those consciously wealthy principles by getting a copy of my book there on the website. And very soon I'm going to start uploading some freebies for you. We love freebies. Yay. Yay for freebies. I love free stuff. And uh, we're going to be uploading some freebies for you, some tools and things that you can use to help you manifest more success in your life. Well, on the Rich Living Show, we like to talk just about that. We talk about rich living, you living a life that makes you feel rich each and every day. When you think rich, you will feel rich and you will begin to live rich. Your consciousness is where your income is created and everything that is taking place in your life, world and affairs 
are absolutely from the things that you retain and hold with your within your consciousness you will only materialize those things that you have realized and the principles work they work each and every day they work whether they're working in the positive or in the negative those principles are working so here on Rich Living, we are using the principles to attract into our lives the things that we want to be there, those things that we choose. We're going to use the power of choice and choose some goodness, some abundance, love, prosperity, health, success, and money to flow more abundantly in our lives. How does that sound to you? It's time for you to step up to the world stage and take your place and live the rich life. You doing those things that make you feel great, those things that you're passionate about, being able to support yourself in those causes that are important to you, and also supporting other causes, other causes that, that other people are campaigning that are important to you as well. You're able to support those things to me, that's rich living, feeling good about waking up each and every day, expecting nothing but the best to come in my life or to come my way. One of my affirmations is, is I see only good, I see only God in everything that is taking place in my life. Well, you know, someone wrote me or someone contacted me last week and they told me, they said, Richard, I listened to your show and you are a wealth of information. You were just a wellspring of information. And, uh, and they said, it's time to let your personality come through. Let the people know who you really are. And my wife was saying the same thing, said, let everybody know your personality that, and, and that you have a lot of humor. And I love humor. I love having fun and I love laughing. That's one thing that we do in our home quite often is, is we laugh a lot. We love to laugh. My child is four years old, has that a gift as well, the gift of laughter, and we love to laugh at things and have a lot of fun. And we know that those things that we feel are the moods that we hold create our vibrations. So I'm listen, this is this is what we're gonna call at the top of the show our vibrational lifter. This is our vibrational lifter. So I've got some stories and some little jokes that I want to share with you just to lift your vibration, just to open up the show today. And then we're going to go into our topic. And our topic for today is self-knowledge. We're talking about having self-knowledge. The knowledge of self is how we get over our limited belief system. So here's our subtopic. Let me go ahead and be me. Here's our subtopic. Getting over the BS, BS being your belief system. And the key to getting over the BS is self-knowledge. So that's our topic for today. That's me. That's Richard coming through. Getting over the BS, getting over your belief system. So here's our first uh, vibration lifter for you. And I'm told that this was actually... Uh, President Ronald Reagan, former President Ronald Reagan, that this was actually his favorite joke that he told everywhere that he went. And some of you may have heard it, but if you had not heard it, hey, you're going to hear it again or you're going to hear it for the first time. And it goes like this. Once there were five-year-old twin boys, one a pessimist and the other an optimist, an optimist wondering how two boys who seemed so alike the light could be so different that parents took them to a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist took the pessimist to a room piled high with new toys, expecting the boy to be thrilled, but instead he burst into tears. Puzzled, the psychiatrist asked, don't you want to play with these toys? Yes, the little boy bawled, but if I did, I'd only break them. Next, the psychiatrist took the optimist to a room piled high with horse manure. The boy yelped with delight, clambered to the top of the pile, and joyfully dug out scoop after scoop 
tossing the manure into the air with glee. What on earth are you doing? The psychiatrist asked. Well, said the boy beaming, there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. <laughs> That's a good one. Underneath all the mess, there's got to be a pony. You know, we could apply that in our lives. After we get through all of the manure, we can find something good in there. There's got to be a pony in there somewhere. Here's another, another joke for you uh, uh, or story. This is called Making Amends with the IRS. After hearing a sermon on Psalm 52, verses 3 through 4, which is on lies and deceit, a man wrote the IRS. He said, I can't sleep knowing that I have cheated on my income tax. Enclosed is a check for $150. If I still can't sleep, I'll send the rest. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. I know you like that one. Here's one more for you. When does it rain money? Do you know when it rains money? Okay, I'm going to tell you. When there is change in the weather. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. I feel like Fozzie Bear there. That's a good one. When there is change in the weather, then it's raining money. Okay, we're going to take that one seriously. That's a sign. That's a cue from the universe for us to know that some money is coming when there's some change in the weather. All right, we're going to move into things you need to know. I want you to be in the know. Listen, November the 12th, 2016, here in beautiful Houston, Texas, the Bayou City where I live in, we will have, or I'll be speaking rather, at the Success Building Institute Conference. The Success Building Institute Conference, um, the registration and that information will uh, is located on my website, consciouslywealthylife.com, and the conference theme is, I have the eye of a tiger. Ooh, that's a good one. I have an eye. I have the eye of a tiger, and I'm very excited. Uh, going to be a lot of speakers there, and I understand that I will be a keynote, the keynote speaker, uh, but we'll be discussing leadership principles, and then I'm going to have the opportunity to, to talk about rich living and do my thing. Here's another announcement. You must be in the know of this. This is the one I'm so thrilled about as well. It's February 13th through the 17th, 2017. Going from Miami to the Bahamas, the Law of Attraction Cruise. Understanding Relationships is the theme. And you can go to LOARadioNetwork.com forward slash cruise and register. Register for that cruise. And when you register for that cruise, do me a favor. I want you to let the network know that your friend, your rich living coach, Richard Harper, invited you to the cruise. So I want to see you on that cruise, and we're going to have fun. We're going to run on the beach together and have a lot of fun, and you'll learn about me and my wife. We are so down to earth and very personable. She's going to be there as well. And look, all of us, we're going to have some fun. We did that on the last cruise. Don't tell anybody, but some way, somehow, I picked up the flu on the ship, but I didn't know that I had the flu. I had a great time um, in spite of this, this little bug that I had, and we just zapped that thing right out of my consciousness, and, and I had a good time on that cruise, and we were able to go out in the city and have a good time with some of the other uh, guys that came on the cruise from the listeners, from the network, and we've just become quite chummy family and friends so i want you to come on the cruise nobody's going to catch the flu okay and i taught a two-hour workshop too on that cruise so i want you to be there and we're going to have a great time it's important i want to help you get there because you may be thinking okay that's far out of my reach and that's why we're going to talk about today dealing with the bs the belief system because you can go on the cruise if you choose to. So I'm going to help you do that. How are you going to help me get on the cruise, Richard? You're going to write a check. I'm going to do better. I am presenting to you the Be Rich Opportunity. Woo! The Be Rich Opportunity. 
Somebody said, well, this is a be rich opportunity. This is a challenge, but I don't like to use the word challenge. So the universe gave me a new title, call it opportunity. I don't believe in challenges. I believe in opportunities. So this is an opportunity, a step-by-step -step opportunity that you will use and employ with the intention to manifest money for the cruise. So you're going to take the money that you manifest and apply it to the cruise or for your cruise, okay? So you go ahead and subscribe so I'll know that you're listening. And would you do that anyway? Subscribe, let me know that you're listening. Tell me what you think or tell me what you'd like to hear me talk about more or talk about less. I just, I want to hear from you. Let me hear from you. Go ahead and subscribe there on the show page um, so that I'll know to send you the information of when the when the opportunity, when the Be Rich opportunity is officially launched, you'll have that information so that you can join in the Be Rich opportunity. And you are a major manifester. You're going to manifest the money and then some, okay? We're just not going to stop there. God is a God of more than enough. The universe, there's, there's plenty in the universe. And you're going to manifest more than enough. Well, let's move on to what I want to introduce to you. We'll do this in our show after we do the, um, this is our personal time, by the way, guys. Okay, so I'm just visiting with you. I'm your homeboy hanging out with you. Okay, I'm, I'm hanging out with you here and you're hanging out with me. So I want to give to you before we go into today's discussion. I want to present to you an activation. This is your law of attraction activation. You got to activate it. Get it moving. Get those attraction muscles moving. They're moving. They're working. Like you got muscles in your arms, your legs, and you got muscles. Maybe you can't see them like mine. I, I, I don't see my stomach muscles the way that I used to be able to see my stomach muscles, but I'm working on that because I'm in, I, I expect to run on the beach um, with my shirt off, okay? So I'm working on that, but we have those muscles there. Whether we use them or not, those muscles are there. So I want to present to you an activation. This is called an activation that I found. It's called the fast cash activation. Now here's the key because you don't have this activation copy, you're going to have to go back and listen to the show again so that you can hear the activation. You've got to go and listen to the show one more time, a couple of more times at night so that you can hear the activation. And this is it. It's the Fast Cash Activation. It's a script. I'm going to read it. And all it's going to take for you is 17 seconds, 17 seconds to change your vibe or to activate a shift in your vibration. And after you do this, we're going to honor the inspiration that comes to you. In other words, you're going to do what feels good to you after this activation. So now we're going to enjoy this vibration of fast money. This is some fast money coming to you. And when this fast money comes, I need you to email me. I need you to email richlivingguy, richlivingguy at gmail.com and tell me, Richard, or you can go to the website as well, Consciously Wealthy Life. Yeah, just do that. Go to the website. Don't worry about Rich Living Guy. It'll go there anyway. Go to my website and send me <clears throat> your testimony. Let's testify, okay? I need some some church, some shout music. Y'all know I'm a minister, so let's. Uh, and I'm I'm what you call a metacostal, okay? I'm metaphysics, and I got the little Pentecostal thing going on. So you know, I like to have a high time in church. I don't like to have quiet church. I like to have a good time, okay? Life is a party, and I'm on party while I'm here. So here's our fast money um, activation. Oh my gosh, what a relief and what perfect timing. It's just what I needed and in the right amount. Yay. It cracks me up how universe pulls through for me every time. 
in ways I wouldn't have expected and couldn't have predicted. It's so delightful to witness it that it literally makes me laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, universe, I love you. There's nothing like the experience of money falling right into my lap. I didn't even have to do anything other than chill out and trust everything to work out just by getting on with my beautiful day universe finds a way to deliver the goods woo for me kind of makes me feel like i've got superpowers i'm an x-man i'm an avenger for money manifesting i've got money manifesting superpowers it's so silly for me to stress about money when I do because I've experienced time and time again how well it turns out when I just relax and let universe do its thing. I love who universe taps on the shoulders to help make this fast cash happen. The most unlikely characters. It's really hilarious how it all comes together. It's just delicious knowing how well I am supported on the other side and how perfectly money finds its way to me. Kind of like one of those dogs you hear about that travels across the country to find its owner at the new house. Money is like that for me. It just loves to be with me. I got bloodhound money chasing me and all I have to do is smile a little bit more to let it in. I'm down with this. I'm down with this universe. Thanks for the fast cash. It was perfect timing. Woo! Okay, you're in the vibration now. You can expect that fast money is coming to you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's what we say around these parts is yes, indeed. Okay, that it is coming to you. Fast cash. Aren't you excited about it? Look, I am so excited that that fast cash is coming to you. All right. Now that I, I want to go ahead and get in our discussion. That was our fun. Let's go ahead and, and get in our discussion. And before we go into our discussion, I want you to go ahead and just let my voice be your voice because you may be driving. So I don't want you to, you know, go into meditation or anything while you're driving. We want to be safe drivers. I want you to be around here a long time to, for all of the abundances coming your way. But let me just offer this affirmative prayer. Divine God mind of the universe at the center of my mind and being. Your presence is the source of my having and maintaining a positive attitude about me and my life. It is through your transcendent being that all dark shadows of negativity are removed from my mind. My mind thinks clearly in the infinite light of your presence within me. My positive attitude about myself is founded upon and moved by your presence within me every day of my life. My attitude is one of unwavering positivism. As your presence within me is with me eternally. For you, the blessing of my innermost reality and thus my attitude about my life, I give thanks. I let it be so and so it is. And so it is. So let's get into this discussion today about getting over the BS. How many of you have had to deal with BS? You know, you've got all of these things, it's things that just absolutely makes no sense or, and you're just, you know, that's a thought that we have. This is bull, right? <laughs> Well, it goes a little bit deeper than that. We deal with another BS, and that BS is our belief system. It's our belief system. The universal law of belief states that we do not believe what we see. We rather see what we have already decided to believe. And it's not just decided to believe, but what we have chosen to believe. 
everything that you see right now, whether you realize it or not, you have chosen to believe what it is. You have chosen uh, what its identity is. So belief is a power that you have, but belief is different from faith. You see, faith is, faith is a spiritual attribute and faith is the creative power that brings to life or brings into form whatever it is that we choose to believe. Our faith brings the belief into manifestation. So faith is spiritual, but belief is intellectual. We intellectually choose or consciously or unconsciously choose what to believe before something happens and when it occurs, then we identify it as what we've already chosen to believe. Belief is an inner acceptance of an idea as truth. Whatever you believe, you, you've accepted this on the inside. You've, you've taken time on the inside and you've given consent that this thing is true. And beliefs function consciously and subconsciously. We have many false individual beliefs that are active below our conscious level. At the subconscious level, we have these error beliefs. We have these limited beliefs. We have these negative beliefs that are buried down below the surface of the conscious in the subconscious and those beliefs are sitting there and they are controlling our lives each and every day. So what do we begin to do? The scripture says that Jesus the Christ one day became so upset he went to the temple and drove everybody out. He just got upset and went and drove all the thieves out of the temple. We must begin to do this for our own mental temples that we cleanse our mental temples or our minds from those thieves and robbers of limited beliefs and negative beliefs, error beliefs that are robbing us of our good so that we can make way for the truth seeds that bring our goods to flourish in our lives. Our beliefs are formed out of our paradigms, how you see the world, how you see things. And we've learned these beliefs as children. Our paradigms were shaped and cultivated through our childhood experiences, environmental experiences, um, global uh, beliefs. We have religious beliefs. All of these things that we've encountered and we've experienced in life they cause us to have paradigms, and these paradigms are running. They're, they're, they're controlling things. They're controlling the way that we think, where we live, where we live. We have a collective uh, belief system that people believe this way where we're from. I'm from the South, and this is the way we believe down South, and I'm from the North, and this is the way we believe up North, or I'm from... Australia, and this is the way we believe things in Australia. I'm from Old Paris, uh, Francais, you know, I'm from France, and this is the way we see things in France. And so, we've got all of these ideas, we have all of these ideas there that are flourishing, growing within our minds, life, world, and affairs, and it's causing all kinds of stuff to happen. And we are getting stuck in life, not by things that are taking place on the outside, but it's an inside job. There are those things that we believe, that we have accepted, and our faith comes into play, and faith gives those things power, and it gives those things existence, existence in our lives. It brings them into being. There's one uh, uh, there's one story that's even in the Bible that says there was a voice 
that was crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough places plain. Now it says, prepare ye the way of the Lord, which we know the Lord means the law, the universal law. You've got to prepare the way for the law, for universal law, for the law of attraction and these universal laws to bring good into your life. Where it talks about the wilderness, the wilderness are those wild and cultivated thought realms that we must begin to discipline. We have some thinking, we have unbridled, undisciplined thinking that just begin to run wild. You know, you hear about a layoff taking place or someone loses their job, and before you know it, your thoughts run wild. The doctor says, I see something, before you know it, thoughts run wild. You're in a wilderness of thoughts. You know, these things happen all the time. The thoughts just run wild. I, I heard of a story of a lady whose husband came home uh, a, a few minutes late, and before you knew it, this was an old school story, she took the rolling pin, and she started beating the man up with it. Why? Because her thoughts were running wild. All she knew is, is that he was somewhere doing something he didn't have any business doing. And then we have the desert, which is the belief and lack and limitation. You must know that God is your source and this has to be firmly established in mind. The divine is source. That there's no shortage of the universe. We, we've got to get over the valleys. We have valley thinking. We have valley beliefs, which are those over humble, inferior, uh, or, or complex thoughts that we have. Sometimes we're too humble. We're over humble. Playing small don't serve the world. We begin to think that we're inferior. We have these inferiority complexes or these complexities. We have all of these complexes. I'm too this, I'm too tall, I'm too short, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough education. These complexes start arising. And those complexes really begin to arise when somebody's around you and you start comparing yourself to what other people have and you start comparing yourself and you're like, well, you know what? I don't have this. So the, you know, the complexes come up and you'll never win comparing yourself to anybody anyway. You've got to know that you have everything that is required for you to succeed in life. You have everything within you right now for you to be uber successful in your life. You have everything within you right now to manifest all of the good and all of the abundance that you want in your life. And then it speaks of the mountain and hills. We have mountainance and healy type beliefs, which are pride and arrogance or, or, or this self-sufficiency, this, this attitude that I'm above the law. We cannot bully the universe. You got to get that understood. You cannot bully the universe and these universal laws and principles are working within our lives each and every day. I, I had an experience this week. Oh my God. I had an experience this week to where uh, for a few days I gave thought to something that was cut out of my life and as soon as I gave thought to that, it, it showed up in the most fierce way possible. I can't go into it on the broadcast, but trust me, it showed up in the most fierce way possible. So I had to begin to deal with my own mountains and hill type thinking. So we, we, we begin to level these grounds, prepare the way. We got to level these grounds and the way we level these grounds to prepare the way for the law to bring in the good in our life is through the process of forming new thought patterns. We got to form some new thought patterns and replace those old thought patterns, all of that old stuff that I'm not good enough, I don't have enough, I'm not enough, I, I can't be enough, I can't do enough, all those types of attitudes. So you, you've got to take some time now for self-knowledge. The key to life is the knowledge of that life is a state of consciousness. If you want to succeed in life, success is coming from you knowing that 
Life is a state of consciousness. That's the key to life, is that knowledge. Life is a state of consciousness, your awareness. And your consciousness creates your income. And we overcome the limitations or the limited thoughts through self-knowledge. You got to know what's going on in there. Self-knowledge is the key to developing consciousness. It's the key to developing consciousness. So we've got these limited beliefs that show up, you know, they show up in our lives. And sometimes that, you know, we have these convictions too, you know, that, that we got these convictions in life, you know, mom and dad had convictions and, and they impressed these ideas upon us and we've held to these, to these convictions or we've gone through, you know, religious systems or whatever that have put convictions on us and we have these convictions and, and we limit ourselves based upon these convictions. I remember I had a friend who was transitioned and her 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 dream her dream was or she felt her destiny was to be a pastor and for years she didn't walk in that because she had this conviction um, that women didn't pastor so from that conviction that she had she did not fulfill that purpose and unfortunately she transitioned before she could actually fulfill that purpose that she had in life. That was a conviction um, that she had. I've met other people who have these convictions that those are the strongest beliefs that we have. They, they are the strongest and the highest beliefs that we have and they are unwavering. We are committed to them and we are dedicated to these beliefs. I've met people who had this strong conviction that it was something wrong with having money. And that if you get money, you, you develop money, you're going to become a bad person. You're going to become an, a, a, a terrible person and begin to do horrible things in life. You know, I told you I come from this church background and they would begin to say, you know, if you have money, it, it's going to take you away from God. Well, you know what? I can serve God at, with a whole lot better with money in my pocket than without money in my pocket. Because when I've got money in my pocket, I can support those causes that I'm passionate about. So I feel like I can be a great, a greater servant with financial resources. But we have these, we have these, these strong convictions and these convictions present the biggest problems in our lives and they stop us. They begin to stop you and you've got to take time now to do self-observation and get knowledge of yourself to know what those limited beliefs are that you hold. What's stopping you? That's a question that I heard. Um, I listened to an interview of uh, the great singer, Della Reese, who is also a dynamic and awesome spiritual teacher in the New Thought Movement. And um, she was taught by um, the great late Johnny Coleman. Dr. Johnny Coleman and she said her first meeting with Johnny Coleman she was telling Dr. Coleman all of these things that she wanted to do that she wanted to be and have and she was going through all of this and she said Dr. Coleman had one question what's stopping you what's stopping you that's my question for you today what is stopping you I have a suggestion for you perhaps it's your BS not everybody else's but it's it's the beliefs that you have taken in and you've given consent to be truth in your life, to be reality in your life. Those beliefs, so the mind, your mind or only seeks to prove those things are true that you believe are true. Your mind works overtime to prove those things that you believe are true are actually true. You know, you think a person is a bad person and you have that thought in your mind every time something happens that proves that that person is a bad person. Well, lo and behold, there you go. Whoop, there it is. That person is a bad person. I knew that person was a bad person. Or you convince yourself that something is so good. So the mind looks for cues uh, to prove or proof that what you have convinced yourself is good is actually good. Our limited beliefs come up and they manifest in many ways when we begin to make excuses, when we begin to complain about things, 
when we indulge in negative thoughts, when we begin to indulge in destructive habits, when we talk to ourselves in limiting or destructive manners, when we begin to jump to conclusions and make assumptions, when we start worrying about failing at something before we even try it or making mistakes, when we begin to think about procrastination, you know, we press procrastinate first in our mind before we actually do it. When we begin to think about indulging in perfectionism or when we hesitate, become hesitant and begin to express our fears before we start doing something, those are manifestations of your limited beliefs. So to help you identify your limited beliefs, then you've got to stop and write a list. Oh, Richard, really? Must I write a list? Yes, you have to begin to write a list and write these things down. This is what I do with my clients. We write our resistance list. We write our belief list. And I'm not talking about 10 things, just 20 things. Honey, I want you to write. Listen, friend, keep writing because you really don't start making sense till you get down to 50, 50 of those things anyway. Just start writing them down and bringing them up and don't start judging them. Don't start judging them, you know, or criticizing yourself or condemning yourself. You want to bring those things up because what? Self-knowledge is the key to building consciousness. You will, you can't do a single thing without involving consciousness in it. Everything is coming through your consciousness, the thoughts that you possess, that you hold. And every time you indulge into any of these negative ideas or negative thoughts, then you begin to bring those things into manifestation through your own consciousness. We go through a process of involution, and involution occurs before there is evolution. First, we begin to go inward, and that's involution. We go inward to the silence, and we begin to realize God's perfect ideas concerning us, and as we begin to realize God's perfect ideas are these universal laws and all of the infinite abundance that awaits us, then we can begin to evolve these things. Those are seeds, and they begin to evolve uh, within our consciousness. So we've got to uh, entertain some rich ideas. It's happening on the inside. There is an involution of negativity that's causing an evolution of negative thinking or negative consciousness to arise within your life. So self-knowledge is the most important knowledge any human being can have. When you have knowledge of your own mind, then you'll find the key to divine mind. You'll know what the universe has in mind concerning you when you begin to go within yourself and go within the silence and stop and listen and hear exactly what it is that you're thinking about. You, the, the, you've got to, to understand the self-knowledge, that true knowledge is a process of calling forth the spiritual truths that are already there within you. It's already there inside of you. You are filled with rich ideas, whether you know it. You are filled with ideas of infinite abundance. Those things are already there. You're, they're there. You, you were born rich. You were born to be successful. You were born for this. But we learned some things along the way. We picked up some beliefs along the way. And what we believe reflects in our attitude. What you truly believe, it begins to reflect in your attitude. Your attitude, that negative attitude or that positive attitude, like the two twins and the story I told. One is crying about breaking the toys instead of enjoying them and playing with them and not giving a care, not giving a damn if he broke the toys or not. He didn't have to pay for them. While the other is so positive, positive there he is, digging through horse manure, expecting a pony at the bottom of it. 
You know, that's based on your belief. That's what he believed, that at the bottom of this, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So are you, according to those beliefs that you have. How do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? The story is told that the ancients said that we cannot go into this promised land because there are giants in this land and we are grasshoppers in their sight and in our sight as well. How do you see yourself? You see yourself based upon your beliefs, your belief system. You've got to begin to interrogate yourself and stop and ask yourself, you know what, if you ask yourself, yourself will answer back to you. How did I come to create this particular limiting belief? And what has made me hold on to this belief for so long? Why am I holding on to this thing? What, what, what events or what occurrences do I reference to that continues to support this limited belief in my life? Or what knowledge do I have that supports this particular belief? What experiences have I gone through or encountered that supports this belief? What emotional attachments do I have that supports this type of belief? Or, or you know, what have I been imagining? What have I been imagining over the years about this limiting beliefs? What imaginations or what stories do I hold on to that are causing me to have these types of beliefs in my life? So you get these beliefs in your life. Once you realize what these beliefs are to move past these limited beliefs, you need to begin to make a decision on what it is that you want in life. What do you want to be, do, and have? You know, it's not, you, don't, you will never have it before you be it and do it. You've got to be it before you have it. That's why we talk about the be rich, the be rich opportunity, because you must be rich before you can have richness in your lives. What goals do you have? What do you want to change? What, what is it that you want to do in your life? And then you begin to go through a process of questioning these beliefs, interrogate these beliefs. You know, is this belief real for me? You know, uh, 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 was there ever a time that I didn't believe this way? Have I always believed this, why, this way? And why in the hell do I believe this way? What evidence do I have that, that disproves this limiting belief? You've got to disprove it. So one way you can begin to disprove those limited beliefs is, is keep a journal and begin to write out what you manifest, all those great things that you manifest in your life. You've got to begin to prove to yourself that, hey, this is working for me. This is working for me. I, our positive attitudes begin to work for us because a positive attitude is established in something in an inherent good in life. You expect some good, like the twin in the story, the, the optimistic twin. He expected at the bottom of the manure pile that there's a pony in here for me because this is what I want. Through all of the stuff that's coming your way, you, you've got to begin to see the good it, that, that's coming from it, coming out of it, and that good is only seen and it only shows up when you have that type of attitude, that positive attitude, your beliefs, your beliefs, what the thing that you are believing in, that you are holding on to in your life. You gotta begin to consider the consequences of you not being willing to make the changes to eliminate these beliefs. It's up to you. It's no one else's responsibility. No one can keep you from having what you want to be, do, and have in life. No one, no person has that type of power over you. And I don't care what dirt they may have on you. Listen, you can take that dirt. When I was a kid growing up, they told a story about a mule that was, uh, that was his owner. He fell in a well, and his owner said, well, I can't get him out. So he said, well, I'm just going to bury him alive. And he started throwing dirt on that mule. 
And every time he threw the dirt on the mule, the story said that the mule would shake the dirt off and he would pack it under his feet. And he kept throwing the dirt, more dirt he threw on him, the mule got higher and higher. And true enough, before, before the process was over with, the mule was out of the hole. You gotta learn to take all that dirt, shake it off, and pack it under your feet. And be willing to change, you know, explore the consequences. What is this gonna keep me from having in my life or experiencing in my life positive if I don't, if I'm not willing to change this, if, if I'm not willing to, to move on from this. And then the next thing you do is, is you begin to choose and create some new beliefs from you, for yourself, some positive beliefs for yourself. That's when I mentioned the involution, going into the silence, going into silence. We go into that place and into that realm within ourselves where we quiet our mind down and we begin to relax and we release and we let go and we leave this realm of, of senses. We leave from this place and we go into this place of silence. And when you get in this place of silence, there's no need to expect any type of experience of time, space, or sensation. You begin to move, you shift from your senses and you move into a place in the spirit. And when you move into this place of spirit within you, you can realize what you've got down there, what's taking place on the inside. And after you have this experience of silence, that's when the voice or the word or the inspiration comes. It comes after the result of you being in silence. And after you get in the silence and you see what's in there, what's holding you back, what's keeping you back then you confront it you confront it you must begin to deal with it there's somebody that's listening to me right now I, I have so I, I, I've helped so many people that I have people that come to me and there are things that they just don't want to confront and they come to me for coaching and they pay me to be their coach and it's like pulling teeth to get them to to pull it out let it go. You've got to pull this thing up and let's confront it. Listen, you don't have nothing to be embarrassed about. You don't have to be embarrassed about anything that you've been, any place that you come from, what you don't have, what you've experienced. You have nothing to be embarrassed about. And that's power. That's powerful. That's you taking back your power, letting ego and those that have been attracted into your life through ego to try to mistreat you because you are treated based upon your attitude, the attitude that you hold. So you go in through the silence and you pull that thing out. We've got psychological things in there that, that we, we've damaged ourselves by accepting failure thoughts psychologically. And then we, we, we psychically we psychically damage ourselves by, by accepting failure thoughts. And we radiate out this vibration of failures to others. And then it attracts conditions of failure, negativity in our lives. And it attracts people to treat us what we are radiating psychically. And then spiritually, we damage ourselves by putting forth this negative attitude about ourselves into the universal mind. And out of that universal mind, this thing begins to be created and this negativity is flowing back to us. Because what you think about yourself and what you think about life is accepted as so within the universal mind and acted upon accordingly in the creative process of nature. So you're getting this thing back from the universal mind, what you are projecting out. We have, we have uh, sabotaging thoughts and we have sabotaging beliefs and we're getting the things in life that we absolutely feel like we deserve. I was coaching a lady who said that she couldn't get a job because she had uh, she had gone through the school, the training uh, to be a nurse, and she was saying, I can't do it because of this. I have these health challenges. I can't work in this part of the hospital. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I can't do this. My back is hurt. My neck is hurt. And I don't have the training. I don't have the skills. And after listening and listening and listening, finally I said, honey, 
Can I get you to focus on what you can do? Can I get you to turn your attention and begin to focus on what you can do? Because I'm hearing all of this. And I told her, I said, you're giving every person permission not to hire you. You're doing this telepathically. This is what's being radiated out of you. So now you got to change this and focus on what you can do and give these people permission to hire you. Matter of fact, you're giving them, you're hiring them. That's the way you begin to think. Four days later, she had a job. Four days later, after doing this, taking a few days just to begin to focus on what she could do, changed it for her. I want you to begin to focus on what you can have. You know, if a million is too big for you right now, that's okay. We grow faith to faith, glory to glory. If a million is too big, it's okay. Look, if you if you got a hundred dollar faith or a thousand dollar faith or consciousness or, or a million dollar consciousness, it doesn't matter. You got to get in the process of seeing it working. When you begin to get in the process or get in the groove of things beginning to work for you, then you'll find yourself in your sweet spot and it becomes easy for you. It becomes easy for you. Uh, your positive attitude about yourself and life can be formed by accepting a spiritual foundation on which your self-image rests. How do you see yourself? Do you Are you like those ancients I told you about to see yourselves as grasshoppers? in the face of challenges. Do you see yourself as a grasshopper? You know, take the limits off of God. Take the limits off of God. Take the limits. It said the ancients had limited God through their beliefs. So you, what you believe is limiting all of the infinite abundance from coming into your life and is bringing all of this stuff that's coming. And if you begin to be positive, you can take the stuff that's coming, listen, friend, and you begin to build off of it. You begin to build off of it. When you have these positive beliefs and you create this positive attitude, you don't accept defeat. Mm -mm. No, you readjust yourself and you begin to realign yourself and you open yourself up intuitively to hear from universal mind, to hear from the higher mind so that you can get something else to think about. You can get a new strategy in life. That's what happens when you have a positive transcendent attitude. In spite of all the difficulties that's going on around you, you always have a way to improve. You always see a strategy for improvement. The key with the key to you creating a new belief system is getting some new stuff to think about. Getting some new stuff to begin to think about. When you have a positive attitude, you know that there are certain spiritual laws that's always, universal laws that's always constantly at work to clear up any negative condition. They're automatically in motion. Those things that's fighting against you. I was flying, I was flying to a city to speak, I believe it's in North Carolina, and I realized on the plane that I left my credit card. How was I going to get my rental car? Red eye flight. How are all of these things going to happen? Get my rental car. Get in the hotel. You know, because rental car companies don't take debit cards in the, in the airport. All I had was my debit card. So I was reading Lessons in Truth by Emily Cady. And she said, begin to affirm that Christ is the way. So I said, okay, all through the flight, I just began to affirm Christ is the way, Christ is the way. Listen, I went to one rental car company. No, sir, where I had the reservations. No, sorry, we cannot help you. I went to another. No, we cannot help you. I sat there. I sat in the rental car section. I sat there and I kept saying to myself, Christ is the way. Christ is the way. I had to speak that morning. I had to get to the hotel. No shuttle, nothing. It's after midnight. Christ is the way. That's all I began to say. The Christ in me is the way. That's what Emily Cady said. So I kept saying that. Finally, a man said, listen, go upstairs and there's a rental car company that may work with you. 
And when I get upstairs, this rental car company, I tell the guy my situation, and he says, you know what? This is not usually what we do, but I'm gonna do it for you this time. You know why? Because I was reflecting that psychically, that the way was already made. So I want you to know that the way you get over your BS is by creating and developing a new belief system. Listen, this has been powerful. I have enjoyed this moment with you on today. I, I want you to have a fantastic week, an outstanding week. Would you go to consciouslywealthylife.com, read a little bit more about me there. Go to the show page and sign up for the eblast list so that I can get you enrolled in the Be Rich Opportunity. Listen, you deserve the best because you are the best. I always love you. No matter what, I love you and my thoughts and my prayers for your highest good are with you each and every day. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Richard Harper will be back next week with another terrific lesson for rich living. For more information about Richard, please visit his website at consciouslywealthylife.com. See you next week.